This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back. We should have, in a little while, the uh, song produced and ready to go from Sonny, who is a member of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. That's coming up. Uh, Doc Rivers made some annoying comments yesterday Mm -hmm. that we hope he will get under the skin of our own John Johnson. Doesn't he? (laughs) And on the line with us right now is a man that we are all constantly in awe of because he was the greatest shortstop that ever played for this team defensively. And he is now a great consultant on the team and a great analyst of what's going on with our Phillies. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Bauer. Hi, Larry. Good morning, Ange. How are you? Larry, so I'm here with Ruben, and we're trying to figure out, in your great playing career, the most money you ever made in a year. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. It has to go back to when I was with – when I got traded to the Cubs. Dallas Green, when Dallas Green went over, I think I signed a – a four-year deal at seven hundred and fifty thousand. A year or seven? <laughs> not for not for the no, four. Seven hundred fifty. Seven hundred fifty a year. Yeah. Oh, Larry, Larry, <laughs> when you see these numbers, Trey Turner got got three hundred million. Does it blow your mind? Oh man, you know what? I'm really happy for the players, but yeah, yeah these numbers are off the charts, Ange. <laughs> I mean, you're getting guys that. Uh, that have been so-so pitchers getting $10 million, $15 million a year. Uh, I mean, it's good for the players, no question. And obviously there's money there where the owners aren't going to be giving it out. So oh. the game has definitely changed. And I look back at guys like Schmitty and Carlton, and I'm saying, God, I wonder what they would have gotten uh, <laughs> in, in their fine. prime. But it's unbelievable. All right, Larry, let's get to Trey Turner. I mean, that's your position. Nobody would be better at analyzing what that young man brings than you. What do you see from that young man? I'll tell you what, Ange, he, he brings a lot to the table, man. He can, he can beat you with his legs, his glove, his bat. Uh, he's very smart. Um, to me, this is a perfect pickup for our team. He's a blue-collar worker. He posts up every day, uh, and he has the versatility. If Rob Thompson wants to hit him first, if he wants to hit him second, if he wants to hit him third. Uh, and the other thing that stands out, he's a 300 hitter. And when you get a guy like that, they don't go into a lot of slumps. When you hit 300 every year, uh, you're pretty consistent. But this guy, he brings so much to the table. And with the new rules, uh, throwing over to first base twice, this guy's got a chance of stealing 60 bases. Uh, to me, I mean, he's going to be the guy that, uh, while Harp is out, I know we're going to miss Harp, but this guy's going to fill part of that void a lot, believe me. Larry, what about defensively? What does he look like I, there? I like him defensively. I mean, is he the the best fielding shortstop? Probably not. But if you look at all his overall tools, he does everything well. 
he's not a guy where you say, please don't hit him the ball. I've, this guy's got range. You, you know, he's going to make his errors, but I'll, I'll take my chances with this guy. Uh, like I said, uh, this Christmas came early for the Phillies. There's no question. And you got to take your hat off to John Middleton and, and Dave uh, filling that gap right away and then moving um, Stott over to second. It's going to solidify our infield, but I, I like this kid a lot, man. Larry, I'm looking at numbers for this guy, and there's one thing that I'm a little nervous about, and it's analytics because he, as he started to hit more home runs, he hit 21 last year. He started right. striking out more. He's got 131K. Are right. all of these guys, even guys like him, middle infielders, being told to swing harder for a bigger launch angle or a bigger exit velocity <laughs> at the expense of not hitting the ball as much? Uh, well, you know, I think obviously uh, the launch angle is is m- well into play here in the big leagues, and, and guys are trying to hit the ball in the air. But I, I do think this kid, uh, I, I think his strikeouts, if I had to guess right now, they'll go down in our ballpark. First of all, he's not going to have to swing that hard to hit him out in left field here. And I, I, he's got a great two-strike approach, so they showed some video of him on, uh, on the MLB station of, of when he's behind an account, he'll hit balls to right field. He's learned how to hit balls 2-0 and and 3-1 and to pull them, and that's where he, he's getting a lot of his power now. But when you when you hit 300-inch, uh, you know, strikeouts are going to be up all over baseball. But 130 right now is not really a lot. <laughs> it's really not. Right, wait, 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 wait. How about your worst year? How many did you strike I, I, out? I want to say maybe 40 or 50. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, the, but we were, Different world, was, man. <laughs> you know what? It is a different world. And you were told when you were a little guy, Whatever you do, put the ball in play. And, you know, that philosophy sort of has gone out the window. But I will say this. I think the Phillies the last month and a half had a pretty good two-strike approach. Yeah, Guys started spreading out a little bit more. The guys that did have leg kick, leg kicks, they limited it when they were behind an account. And if you watch Trey Turner, he does the exact same thing. But, uh, you know, I look at this lineup, man, even without Harp. Obviously, we want Harp in there. But it's a deep lineup, and I wouldn't want to navigate through this lineup if I was another pitcher. All right, me. but I'm going to put you out of spot, Larry. Who's your leadoff hitter now that you got Turner? <laughs> you are putting me on the spot because, I, I, you know, one thing about Rob Thompson, he talks to these guys, he asks them what they're comfortable with. I'm sure he's going to have that conversation with, with Schwab and, and, uh, and Trey Turner. For me, now, because I am old school and I low back, I would like Turner at the top. I like that speed at the top. Uh, you know, and other people might say, well, you know what, that's good to have at the top, but I like that guy that swings a bat and you're up one to nothing on top. So yep. that's what I mean about the versatility. But if you have if you have Marsh and Scott at the bottom, like eight, nine, and then you have Schwab at one, uh, I'm not saying those guys can't hit left-handers, but you're giving the opposing manager a little bit of breathing room when he can say, oh, I can bring in a left-hander here. And you can break that up with Turner at the top. But again, Tom says such good uh, – uh, communication with his players. I'm sure he's going to have that conversation. I'm sure he's going to talk with the analytic people where he think this guy fits in the best. But for me, you know, back in the day, if we had a guy like Turner, he would probably hit first. Levy, in your long career as uh, both a player and a manager and a coach and a broadcaster, have you ever seen a city fall in love the way the, uh, the uh, Phillies fans did with that team late September, October? Because it's like they flipped the switch here, Larry. I've never seen that. Yeah, it was. I mean, you didn't hardly hear anything about the Phillies. And then we, we caught fire there at the end. I will say, though, that 93 team and, uh, you know, the guys that were toward the ends of their career, 
they grabbed their attention pretty quick uh, during that year. But but you're right. Uh, this last last year, it took a while for the fans, and it took a while for the players to maybe understand what the fans are all about here. And it proved to be a great ride. And obviously, what Dave's done so far, uh, and I I don't know if he's done or not, but knowing him, I'm sure he's got other irons in the fire. Uh, he's setting himself up for. A run here where it's not, I don't think it's just going to be a year. All these guys are in their prime. And I think guys like Stott and a guy like Marsh and Castellanos is going to rebound. Those guys are going to get better. And to throw that in the lineup with what we had, and then you throw Turner and, and Harp when Harp gets back, uh, that's, that's a tough lineup, man. Larry, last thing, and I'm just, uh, I'm going back to the money because it's blowing my mind. The San Diego Padres in three days this week. Made offers to three players. <laughs> I saw that. Totally over $1 billion. Larry. That, that is unbelievable. How, is that, I mean, how do you react to somebody who's been in the game your whole life? A billion dollars, Larry. That's, that's supposed to be a small market team out there, <laughs> which is unbelievable. The, the only thing I can say is, is wow, and these TV contracts – that all the uh, owners are getting in baseball have to be off the charts. Um, the Giants threw money out like they were like it was nothing uh, when they were going after Judge. And, and ironically, the big boy in, in L.A., they haven't done too much, and I don't know what they're waiting for, but uh, they probably figure we don't have to win 105 games. If we win 90, we're going to yeah. get in the playoffs. We'll do all, all our damage maybe at the trade deadline, but uh, – I, I'm astounded by the money that's being thrown around. I mean, it is it is unbelievable, but it's great for the players. There's no question about that. And I think the Phillies turned, did a great job in, in uh, who we got so far. Uh, the left-hander that we got from uh, Boston, uh, I, I think he's going to turn out to be good. I look at our bench. We got Veerling and Sosa. We got Hall and Cade. Uh, we're pretty much set as far as uh, the roster's concerned. Now, if you want to tweak the back end, or more bullpen arms, I'm sure that uh, Dave's looking at that. Larry, you are a Philadelphia treasure. We love talking to you. You always give great insights into what's going on. When you sound excited, we all should be excited. Thank you so much for doing this today. All right, Anz, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Christmas came early for the Phils this year, no question. (laughs) Take care, Bo. Larry Bo.